What is the biggest problem affecting your PDR business? What is the one thing holding you back from taking the next step? What do you need to change to get the business growth you want? All these questions have the same answer. It's your mindset. My name is Corey Kleinfeld, and this is the PDR Coach Podcast, where I coach you on mindset around yourself and your PDR business. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Uh, thanks for coming on today. I just like I just told you, I'm doing the intro before. Here we go. Welcome. I don't think you need an introduction. Crystal, it's me. Push Metal, <laughs> uh, the workshop, CD Dance. What I mean, yeah. what, you know, come on. Here's it's you. me. I'm in the house. <laughs> Bring it in. <laughs> I love asking this question. Hopefully not everyone's going to get bored of it after I asked it to like 50 different people, but I just think PDR is such a unique little niche and I'm always curious to find out how people found like found out about this and just like changed their whole life by started pushing metal around. So here you go. Yeah. How'd you find this weird little niche? Well, so uh, it probably found me. Uh, Dwayne mm-hmm. was our dent guy and I was working finance in a dealership for quite a few uh-huh. years. Uh, I got 22 years in the car business now and he was our dent guy. I was was uh, freshly divorced and just kind of doing my own thing and, um, you know, start hanging out with my dent man. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, pushing dents, very attractive. I know. I mean, come on. <laughs> so about like a month into uh, dating, he's like, you know, I want to go out on my own. So I said, all right, let's go, you know, and uh, we seen a couple of attorneys and he had a non-compete. So, and they said, you know, the company, you could probably weasel your way out, but they're probably just going to hold you up in court. Do you have the opportunity to leave the state? So we bought a camper and a fifth wheel. And after about a month of dating, hit the road for about a year and a half. Wow. So I learned, I learned. Yeah, so I learned maybe, gosh, maybe two weeks or so in the garage. And he's like, here's the dent board. I'm going to have you, you know, pinpoint these dots. And I'm like, I don't know what the, (laughs) you know, what I'm doing. (laughs) So I was like, all right, all I know is I'm going to be with my man on the road. Let's go. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's what happened. So I was in charge of hoods and they said, just don't F it up so bad that we can't fix it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how it all started. So were you ever inclined to work with your hands growing up? I know you said you're in finance in the dealership. I know you're and you're a PDR tech now. Were you one of the mm-hmm. you kids that helped your parents fix a car, helped your brother or sister do the, nothing, nothing? No, I was I was more, um, it probably grew on me only, you know, for the challenge. Um, you know, I grew up in a lot of very, very traumatic situations and very, you know, um, just really extreme trauma and a lot of chaos for as long as I can remember. And, um, so, you know, I think that, create something in you, you know, survival mode challenges going after things. So it wasn't ever like, Hey, I learned this or seen this. I had no freaking clue. I'd never Mm -hmm. turned around ever. Um, 
So, but it was probably, hey, I found my love, mm. right? And I wanted to go with him and support him. And I was like, let's go, you know, let's, sure, whatever. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty cool. I love that, especially after a month. Um, my, my wife and I actually met my wife and then we started dating and we're engaged within like eight months or something. And people are like, dang, that's crazy. So um, yeah. I'm glad to see other people doing crazy, crazy stuff with relationships as well. So yeah, um, I feel <laughs> like, I mean, I first heard about you or knew about you through the push metal brand. And, and I, I can only assume just cause that's my own personal experience that a lot of people uh, were the same way. Um, maybe, is that fair to say? Do you believe that's the case? I mean, you were at a dent company doing dents and then the push metal brand really kind of made you, I guess, well-known in the dent repair industry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that that's a fair statement. And there was, uh, outside of discovering something, you know, new, um, mm -hmm. and developing that, uh, push metal, you know, a, a side of that was a mm -hmm. strategy of connecting myself in the industry and also uh trying to think outside the box that if we you know through the ups and downs of trying to figure out our wholesale you know sure. depth is how do we connect further in the industry and really get in there um to where if we had to chase hail how do we connect how do we you know and push metal was it yeah. you know and sure. it just kind of dropped so yeah i can i can definitely you know, tie onto the back of that with the podcast too. I think some of the, the, the greatest podcast stuff for me is that I get to connect with, you know, people like you and all the other people in this industry who are uh, running fantastic businesses and I get to learn so much from them. And so that's part of it for me too. I mean, I, yes, I, I do believe I'm providing value to a lot of people in the industry who listen to this, um, yeah. but on a personal level too, like I get that connection with a lot of uh, fantastic people across the industry and that, I mean, you can't, I mean, you can't beat that. It's pretty awesome. So you yeah. had the same way through the push metal, through the push metal brand. Where'd that idea come from? Cause you look back, like looking back now. And I, if I looked at the industry today, I'm like, it's, it's kind of odd that we didn't even have any sort of any brand of clothing or, or, or really anything at all. Now that you're here, obviously like when you're thinking of the thing, it doesn't, you know, it's hard to create that, but looking back, I'm like, it's weird that we never had any sort of brand for our industry in general. So Obviously, you 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 came up with that idea and, and pushed forward to do that. Where, where did the idea come from? Did you have that thought too? And you're like, oh, well, I should solve that? Or how did that come about? Yeah, or so uh, I know Justin Burdick had PDR Life Gear, which I didn't oh, really know right. until, yeah, I, yeah. until I kind of got going. Um, you know, so when I initially was looking at elements of the industry on where to plug in, how can I, you know, kind of strategize and try to have some fun um you know with some things i was like you know clothes mm -hmm. right merch and all right what do we call it you know and um i asked Dwayne, and i really was just praying about it praying about it, thinking about it you know and i literally woke up and i was like push metal brand it's, you know what, it's what we do right no brainer it could be a lifestyle brand blah 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 and about after you know 30 days of the initial um you know launch and selling a bunch of things uh you know selling shirts and hats kind of sloughs off for a hot second because you're like okay it can't be about selling shirts and hats i mean everybody can get damn free stuff from all the tool companies right so right. it wears off so i'm like all right well i know it's it's 
ingrained for a reason. There's, there was just that feeling that, you know, it, it needed to be something more. And so I asked myself, all right, I need to create emotional baggage. What does that look like? What am I about? Uh, so, you know, create, created the, uh, that grind, that desire, that perseverance, which is three words in a journey, so to speak. And just kind of took off, you know, from there. And again, I know that PDR life here was kind of already, you know, I'm, on point in a different manner, but my stuff was just completely different, original. It wasn't a play off of, you know, anything besides this is what we do. This is our blood, sweat, and tears. This is what we're living. This is what we're breathing. This is what we're pushing our kids aside for to, you know, have that opportunity to, to grow, you know, in the industry. And it just meant it became so much more than just the hats and the, and the, Um, and the shirts, you know? And that's true. I mean, that's like for any business, for any brand, for any marketing purposes, for anything like that, if you can create that story around it and create the emotional connection to it, that's where you can really excel as, as a business. Um, And I've talked to my, to the guys that I I coach about this too, um, in some ways, like, who are, who are you? right? Like, okay, we, we can fix dents on mostly cars, but also other stuff. But what, what kind of niche do you want to fill? What kind of purpose do you want to like, or do you want to take care of the, the middle-class families that with, with multiple children and minivans, do you want to do the hot rods? Do you want to do the classic cars? You're like, who are you? Like, what are you besides just a guy that fixes dent or gal, the person that fixes dents, like, like mm-hmm. what's your brand? And that's the thing with that push metal, like, cool. It's a shirt. Like, push metal shirt, dent craft shirt, whatever. But like the story behind that and same thing for dent repair, dent pro cool. Uh, bullseye cool. But what is the story behind what you do? So I think that's super important to take away for everybody is to think about when you're running any business, you have brand t-shirt or branded dent, dent company. Um, what are you? It's more than just, just, you know, drive to your house and fix a dent. It's gotta be, if you want to be successful, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. I love, I love that. I love that brand. I think it's really cool. I've actually said, I've talked to you about this. I'm like, I, I, I tell for my PDR launchpad guys, I tell them when it first started, I was like, um, because people say, you know, pushing metal or fixing dents is very important and it's good to be good at what you do and good at our craft, but to be perfectly honest, the soft skills, the business side is probably more important. So if I had two people and one guy was the best dent repair technician ever, but he couldn't talk or sell or do anything doesn't matter mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I could fix dents 80% and sell, I beat him every time. So anyways, I, I was, I tell these guys, like, it's good to know how to push metal, but you got to be able to get metal to push, right? You got to mm-hmm. do that first. And so I don't know. I, I just like the brand that stuck with me. And, um, and I know I asked you like, Hey, can, am I allowed to say this to people? Is that cool? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, really, if you think about it too, you know, when we're talking about journey yeah. and what we love to do and things like that, you know, on the, on the, um, you know, topic of just marketing, you know, people Mm -hmm. spend a lot of money on like trying to figure it out, you know, and sometimes, you know, just, just having people come along the journey and helping them understand who you are and what you're about and putting feelings and, you know, just that baggage around, you know, your business around you, you know, and when people see the passion and when people see the, just the heart of just everything, it's very attractive. So your marketing becomes fun. It's a fun element to, you know, um, you don't have to be boastful and things like that, but, you know, having people just 
come along with you. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just even with the dent business, you know, and you build opportunity and levels and it's, it's marketing, but it's, um, it's bringing everybody along with that journey and telling that story and, and letting people know this is my life. It's not a job. This is my life. You know, we use our eyes and our body and it's very, you know, wearing, this is our, this is our life guys. Right. So it better freaking mean something. Mm -hmm. It better mean something. So that's just how I view that, you know? Yeah. I love the way that you talk about that because it's so it's like on a deeper on a deeper level. Um, like you said, like there's there's an emotion there, and like with the push metal thing, it was like, you know, it came to you one day, and you're like, it was there for a reason, right? Whether you believe in God or not, but He put it there or whatever. Like I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Like you you talk a lot about like in those terms and and feeling and see, anyways. Have you always been that way? um like talking like that like you see what I'm I, saying like how you're how you're explaining things I it's been it's taken a, a while um to identify and settle in on my own attributes and understanding and settling in with myself mm-hmm. and understanding who you are. yeah who I am what I'm about yeah. why am I waiting on validation and the okay from everybody else. Like I, we don't always get it perfect. Right. But we have to move our feet. We have to move, Mm -hmm. you know, just every, every fiber, it just creates it. It puts something to everything. So when we move and we um, get rid of, you know, baggage and things that we might've been chasing um, accolades and things that maybe uh, yeah, they, they are good, you know, mm-hmm. and they, and you can have accomplishment and success, but when you get to a point where you're kind of, you just get settled with yourself and you're like, damn, I've got this right. And you just can, can just put some focus and just a different type of energy to it. It, it becomes, it becomes kind of powerful for you. I, you know, you have to hone in and know where to steer that, right? You have to intellectually sometimes strategize about that, but never fall away from it's there for a reason. Yeah. Um, this is why I wanted to have you on. Cause I, I mean, we have, I guess, met each other at MTV, MTV, <laughs> MTE. <laughs> I've kind of known each other a little bit, but we've talked on the phone recently a couple of times and just the way yeah. that you present things, I, I, I enjoy. And people that listen to my podcast understand, like, I really don't talk much about fixing dents and, and tools yeah. and all those types of things. It's really a lot of the deeper level stuff, which I will call mindset um, mm-hmm. as, a, as a general whole. And I love the way that you, that you um, explain it like that. Um, it's so much more than just, you know, marketing and pushing dents and uh, taking care of customers. There's like so much stuff on the background of it. And I think if you don't ever uh, tap into that or don't ever understand who you are in the, in that you you really are limiting uh, your potential in life in all areas. Uh, that's the way I feel about it. Um, and yeah. This question might seem a little bit out of left field, but because we've talked for so much over over the phone, it won't be yeah. for us. So the mm-hmm. people listening just have to deal with it, I guess. But what are some like what are some of the beliefs you have now about yourself or or where you're at that have helped you 
move your business forward? Because if people follow you, the push metal brand is moving forward. You just opened up a whole nother section of your shop. I mean, you've had the, you've had the workshop, which we'll talk about, like what beliefs have you had that have helped you excel in business? Yeah. Um, that's a really loaded question. And a big question. Right. So um, if I had to maybe kind of pinpoint a couple things, mm. um, it is, and I'm sure some of us can relate that are watching this. Um, it's to take pause and stop living vicariously through maybe fantasies or things that we see, you know, on other business pages mm -hmm. or other people, you know, Facebook pages and really settle in and figure out, like literally write down what's my attributes, what are my gifts, how Superpowers. can I present those particular things in a manner that's mine? How can I step forward in my way? Because I need to create my value boundaries. And when I have found that when I tap into a couple of those elements of I get to make the rules, right? And when people um, kind of acknowledge that and see you, there's a different um, there's a there's a different trickle effect, you know, and it's very attractive, and people want to be a part of what's fun and exciting, right? That's that's a natural, um, you know, law. So, I guess. <laughs> so if I can sum it up, I would say like as far as a belief system, because if people heard my people to listen to my podcast regularly, they know I have a mindset that I use. I, I call it the bear mindset because it's fun to make acronyms to, for marketing purposes, to be perfectly honest mm -hmm. with you. And the bear mindset stands for beliefs, environment, action, results. So the first thing in order, if you want to have a result in your life, the first thing you need to do is have a belief in that you're, that it, it's possible that you're capable, that you have the gifts and talents to be able to do that, et cetera. So that's why I like, I focus on belief so much. So if, is it fair to say that you have a belief that you have certain skills that other people don't have? And if you use them correctly, not other people that mo not everybody has. And if you use them correctly, then you can grow your business that way. Is that fair to um, say? Absolutely. But I also remind myself, uh, you know, where I come from, mm -hmm. you know, I also remind myself, you know, every once in a while you know, that in some people, you know, may not, you know, probably many people may not know this, but I'm 14 years of doing drugs and being a drunk for 10 years. You know, I had extreme trauma and extreme baggage and didn't understand how to navigate, you know, life appropriately. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you overcome and you really hone in and understanding that you're an effing warrior you are an, a warrior every single day and one step at a time, one moment at a time, get up one breath at a time. And, you know, I, I promised the universe, you know, God, you know, quite a long time ago that keep breath in my lungs and I'm just going to do better. I'm just going to do better. I don't promise anything else. I promise to do better. And Gross. some days that looks selfish. Some days that doesn't look selfish, you know, I mean, we've buried, a, you know, we, we've lost a little one, you know, I, I have been divorced before. Now I've found the love of my life. We have two gorgeous kids, you know, three years ago, my husband was sleeping in a van across the country. Cause yet again, we were pushing ourselves in our business and switched gears and all we could afford was him, you know, being at a campground, um, and showering at the plan of fitness while I attempted to hold everything down and step into a role of 
building our schedule and still attending network meetings and budgeting and pivoting my time with the kids and the business and getting that set up for him. And then damn, last year a hailstorm hit. So we end up, you know, debt free and we pay the text the most that they've ever, you know, um, probably been paying you on percentage and just, I mean, man, just good things happen. Good things happen. And when you understand that you can walk through fire and you may shit your pants and you may vomit, but do it and still walk, still go, still move. And when you understand that, and then you, you take that breath and just understand that we really are all so powerful, um, great things happen. Yeah. And that's, it and that's a belief feel- right there. That's a belief. And I think beliefs are created by repeating something to yourself over and over until you believe it sometimes. So sometimes you can ch- try to believe something, but the reality of the world tells you are not supposed to because of all the things that can happen. Like, I believe that I'm going to have a great family life and you lose a kid. I believe I'm going to have a successful business and things fail and your husband has to go on the road and do that. Like you can have the beliefs, right? And then the world can tell you, you're not supposed to believe that, Like you don't get to believe that. And then it's your choice. Do you keep believing it? Or do you accept the, all the outside stimulus, all the outside responses and change your mind? That's up to you. Um, And that's why I think things start with belief because you will never achieve the things that you want to achieve if you don't believe it's possible. Because if you say, I want to, I want to grow like a million dollar PDR business, you don't actually believe it. All the outside forces and all those things that happen in the world will, will make you not because you'll, you'll change and fly where those things take you and you'll never get things you want. So um, I love the way you put it. Uh, You told me something the other day on the phone that you do try to do three things every single day. just popped in my head. I don't remember what they were. Can you remind me and uh, and everybody what those three things were? <laughs> you don't remember. You were just on a roll remember. the other day. We were talking. Apparently, I was probably like ranting off you and were left. Going. Field. You said you're trying to do three things. Oh, I can't remember what it is. I'm dying now. Okay, I'm gonna find it. But this. Okay, so we'll, there we'll, are there are three things that um I attempt to um you make sure that I'm doing as far as being conscious, and that's the yeah. thing. Um, you know, that sows into my family, um, the business and the community. So whether it's local community or, you know, the PDR community, just one thing. And it it might be nine o'clock at night and boy, I might be tired Mm -hmm. as shit. Mm -hmm. And what I'm doing, I'm laying in there in bed. I'm like, okay, did I do my three things? Mm -hmm. Did I do those? Did I do those today? And sometimes I'm like, "Mm -mm, I forgot to say hi to somebody. And, you know, hope you had a great night or just, it doesn't matter what it Mm -hmm. is. Um, You know, so I'll shoot a quick text. Hey girl, you know, haven't talked to you in a while. Let's shoot the poo here in a couple of weeks. Let me put you on the planner. Let's go grab a coffee. How's your business doing? Like you have to, you, you have to, like, I just feel like you have to remind yourself because we're so busy the world keeps us busy and piled on and piled on and we have we have to create boundaries and respectful boundaries for ourselves because otherwise um it gets you get lost you guys you get lost really really quick and then you're like oh let me do this I gotta do this I gotta do this I gotta do this sure I'm sure everything's important but damn can we breathe for a minute and focus and be vested 
you know, just, just a little bit, <laughs> Yeah. you know, so. So that's what you were saying. You, you have three things you sew into your family, your business and community on a daily basis. Um, so take that information and make it what you want it to be for whoever's listening to it. What, what two, three, four, five things can you do every single day? And then once you do them every single day for months and then years, and then, you know, multiple years over time, like what things are you sewing into? Are you putting your effort into consciously on a daily basis? Cause if it's not conscious, you're going to go to customers and to problems and fires and all that stuff. But what three things, four things are you going to do every single day consistently forever? Because you have, that's who you are, right? That's your identity. Right. Well, and we have to be careful where we vest our time, right? Mm -hmm. So when, you know, especially like, let's say the workshop, you know, if I have a guy that's saying, I'm a solo dink guy, you know, and, and maybe this speaks to somebody that's listening or watching, but you know, I don't have time to maybe do the things that you and Dwayne do, right? Okay. Well, I got you. But I also see your butt on the forums, making all these funny memes and, (laughs) you know, ifs and whatever you want to call them if you have time for that you have time to pick up the phone you have that five extra minutes to call your spouse or your girlfriend and say you know what i'm thinking of you babe Mm -hmm. you have time to vest individually and within a group differently you have to make the time you have to choose where you're vesting and sewing into it's not that that shit just doesn't miraculously happen you know it's just like a marriage you have to work at it love you have to work at love. You have to work in respect. You have to, you know what I mean? Like yes, it, yes. it doesn't just like, you know, you don't get to a point. You're like, Ooh, I got that. And then you never, ever have to put anything up in it. Right. Like we have to be careful how we choose our time. So for me, those three things, you know, um, if it doesn't serve one, two, or all three of those, it literally has no room in my life. Doesn't Out. Done. It. Mm-hmm. done if though if i if my conversations don't serve that you know if it's gossiping if it doesn't you know serve those one or three things it's gotta go gotta go that's awesome i love that um as i as i'm sitting here listening to us talk or, or mostly you talk um sorry <laughs> no 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 i love that. that's why you're here it's not for me to talk <laughs> It's not, I wasn't, that wasn't a knock on you. As I listen, as I am listening to you talking and learning from what you're saying, I, I'm, I just had this pop in my head. I picture myself several years ago. Um, and I probably wouldn't have listened to anything that you're saying, to be perfectly honest sure. with you, because it's so um, eccentric, I guess, or I guess as some guys would say, um, feminine i guess because we're talking about like you know feelings love um yeah mindset um being vulnerable in other areas setting boundaries these are all things that you know even my old self i'm not i'm not above i'm not saying i'm i'm wasn't this person but i could hear guys listening to the podcast right now guys specifically saying like the fuck am i listening to right now like why (laughs) i thought this was like a little bit about pdr um yeah what would you say to that like what would well, you say to all those guys that are like okay yeah that's is- easy that's okay. easy for me to be honest um you know i'm all about pumping myself up and saying i'm savage today i'm not the grind i'm on the hustle blah 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 blah, blah right um but most of us lay our head down at night close our eyes 
and fantasize about something else that should be going on in our life. Um, I really believe that, you know, I think a lot of, you know, our, it's, it is okay to have pride. It is okay to have ego. It is okay to beat ourselves on the chest and tell each other that we're the mamma jam at PDR and this and that and this and that. But there is, um, PDR is my life. PDR is my family's life. So I don't, you know, um, I love to pump myself up. Right. I love to be like, damn girl. Look at that repair, you know, <laughs> things off and do these things and like be, you know, relevant and keep out there and stuff. But sometimes when I feel like I'm doing too much of that, then I'm actually seeking something else. And I have to put myself in check and I have to, you know, um, when I'm by myself in my quiet moment, laying my head down, if I'm putting that much effort and looking for validation from everybody else outside of that quick, like accolade, mm. then I probably, I probably need to revisit some more time with my husband, or I need to maybe reach out into a different type of um, conversation with somebody. And that's just, that's just me. You know what I mean? Everybody's different. Um, I think except- everybody's different, except we're all humans and we all have certain, right. all certain things that we all can do. So I'm going to ask the question again. I'm going to clarify it. I'm going to say it a little bit more specifically. Um, okay. And I used to think this and I've, and I've since changed my mind. Uh, I changed my beliefs on it. Uh, <laughs> it's just business is just marketing sales and making the den as good as you can. That's what a lot of people think. Um, and that's what I used to think like, okay, I got to shore up my marketing. I got to shore up my, uh, my sales skills. I gotta, I gotta fix dense better. I gotta, I gotta say I'm better, all that stuff. But I think what people don't really realize is that business is so, there's so much more behind that. Like you said, there's so much more, um, intention to what you're doing, uh, building a brand around yourself, having beliefs that you're capable, all that type of stuff. So that's what I'm talking about. All the guys that are listening and maybe some girls that are listening to this and saying like, oh, it's just, it's just business and marketing. I don't know about all this beliefs and all this, like pump myself up and all this, like go through three things every day, all that stuff. Do you have anything <laughs> to say about that? Like the stuff behind the, behind the front of what a business looks like. Um, and you talk about it a lot. We've talked about it for hours, hours on the phone. How necessary is that to be successful in business and life? Uh, you know, for me, and this is something I touched in uh, the workshop, yeah, um, we're going to go there next. Uh, for me, it's all about the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's whether it's, you know, in business relationship with my client. So they know to come back each and every time to, when I, when I, you know, say I've got 22 years in the car business, call me first, anything automotive related or anything you need, understand that I'm plugged in and I have relationships with other community members and I've developed mm-hmm. these trust factors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for me, it's a circle of influence. It's, it's a circle of trust. I know <laughs> it's so manly, right? We want to talk about circle of trust, but I'm developing relationships constantly and building connections constantly. And that's a human element. So for me, instead of saying, oh, it's business. Let me get my nice shirt on and let me get my nice shoes on and let me go walk into this insurance company and be so damn stiff and talk about business. I want to get to know who these people are and understand and have a human conversation and dialogue so that when I'm speaking to them, 
it's no different than how I'm speaking to you right. guys right now. They know and get me. They understand my demeanor. They understand how I'm going to talk to their clients and they trust that they mm -hmm. trust it. So I'm human. I want them to know I'm human. And that to me is business because there's, for me, there's not like personal crystal and then there's business crystal like it's all my freaking life right yeah. so i want to integrate my business and my life all in one mm -hmm. because it's not different i don't put these different hats on anymore and i used to think that i needed to like i literally i'm not even crapping you guys I literally would bring changes of clothes. I'd have like a professional set of clothes. I'd have my dirty really? shop. Well, I would go from like a meeting and then I would change in the Burger King bathroom because I got to go do this. I got to go talk to this person. So I better present myself like this to this. And like, I was losing my shit. And I'm like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I got to be me. Like, this is me. This is how we're going to connect. This is how I'm going to service your client. This is how I'm going to help sell, save you money. This is how I'm going to stand up and show up, not for myself, but for you and your business and your structure. And things just fall into place naturally. If, because if you don't like, like it, that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. I do, if you don't like the real me, the business version of Crystal, if you don't like me, then that's fine. We don't have to do business. I'm okay with that. Right. Like I did it. Like I used to be that I used to be like, let me, let me get, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not trying to, you know, being professional in front of people and things like that. Yeah, but there's a line. There's a line. There's a line. I mean, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Anyways. So there are some things that we, that we don't, that we don't put out in there into the world. We're not going and telling our dirtiest secrets and all that stuff. The point <laughs> being is that you don't um, necessarily have to become a different person um, to, right. to get business. So with your workshop, right. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. It wasn't just pushing dents. That's the no. thing. It wasn't like, there was some of that because it's important. Like we gotta be able to, we gotta be able to fix the ends and know how to use the new tools and the new lights and all that stuff. It's important. I get it. Um, but there was so much more on the backside of that, um, of the, of the uh, stuff you need to do first, the, the mindset shifts you have to have the, uh, because I can, you know, you and I both know that we can teach somebody how to make a sales call to a dealership, but do they do it? <laughs> That's the, like, right. And why, and if they don't, why don't they? Something I, I like a slogan or whatever you want to call it of mine is that every business problem is actually a personal problem in disguise. So people say my business right. isn't making enough money. And I'm like, hold on. You aren't creating enough value in your business. It's coming from Correct. you. It's not your business's fault. You don't get to blame your business. Your business is you. Right. right? Um, and so that's why I like, that's why I was so excited about this conversation because like the PDR workshop wasn't just, it's not just pushing on dents. It's all the mindset and all of the overcoming all of the past obstacles because we all have them. It sounds like some of the stuff you have is is <laughs> were very large obstacles to overcome, but the fact that you did overcome them made you into who you are today. Um, mm -hmm. So talk about the workshop a little bit. It's not just pushing. It's also it's also getting metal to push um, and learning how to do that. So talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, the big part, uh, you know, for me was having six topic discussions. So I developed worksheets, original worksheets, made booklets for everybody. Um, you know, we had discussion, uh, topics such as community equals, uh, connection, your gifts to your success. Um, I mean, there was, there was six that, you know, each led into the other. We, we talked about, um, many, many different things. So, 
we, you know, I touch, I mean, 10 minutes, if any, if any of the attendees were here, uh, watching this or listening to this, they'll attest for this. I literally within 15 minutes said, look, if you don't have an open heart and an open mind in my shop, as we speak, I will reimburse you and you should get the, you should leave. Okay. Cause this is not the place for you. Mm -hmm. Um, they, you know, I wanted it to be a place where, um, you know, I'm not trying to sing kumbaya to everybody and tell them it's going to be okay and pat them on the back and go. We wanted to meet them where they were. We had brand new techs all the way up to 20 year, you know, Hale Tech looking to keep, you know, establishing his local business. So we had three major topics that each uh, discussion topic was mm -hmm. wrapped around and that was confidence, accountability, and community. Like personally, I feel like if you don't hone in to those things in a really deep, deep way, eh, you better start rethinking some things. And everybody might, you know, have a different belief on that. But um, if you can't have accountability to yourself and stop lying to yourself, you're going to have some issues. Um, confidence, mm. right? Know who you are, understand your attributes, understand how your attributes and gifts can be your success, meaning you know, if for your community, for your household, what, what that success looks like, um, what that journey looks like. We also talked about opportunity. You know, I know everybody wants to say, Hey, to get started in, um, dent work, you should probably hit rock lots. Well, you know, I agree, but maybe people are crapping their pants and they hate dealerships. Guess what? Maybe they love motorcycles and they start practicing, practicing, and they really, you know, dig what they're doing and they're they're doing a really good job and maybe their market is saturated so maybe they bust into the niche of motorcycle pdr you know there's so many we talked about opportunities and communities connecting with the community in different um context spheres we talked about context spheres uh we also one of my favorite things was uh we also did breakaway sessions so every 30 minutes we had five team leaders um and every five minutes we set a timer for 30 minutes, uh, or I'm sorry, yeah. we set a timer for 30 minutes with each person and then we rotated. So we got to do one-on-ones and I don't know what everybody else discussed, but I expected people to show up in front of me and go through accountability steps. And then we, I've already had my accountability calls, um, the first one uh, after two weeks. Mm -hmm. I want to hold these guys accountable. Mm -hmm. Don't sit in front of the mirror and bullshit yourself and bullshit me and think it's going to work. Let's make it work. What puzzle pieces do we need to draw together? Where is that missing link? What is it? Is it fear? Do you not have the right team support? Maybe your spouse is so exhausted on you spending all the money and all the time and you're not really doing anything with it and not really plugged in that it's frustrating in the household. Like what is the reality of that? So we can attempt to fix it. Let's celebrate the wins. You know what I mean? So um, we learned tips and tricks on metal, but man, I, I, we this is, this is why I like, this is why I like you because <laughs> I asked you about the PDR workshop, the PDR yeah. painless Denver workshop. And yeah. for the last five or 10 minutes, you talked about, nothing about pdr i know <laughs> because it's second it's so much it's so secondary i mean yes if you can fix some dents that's great if you're a phenomenal dent technician that's great but none of that matters if nope. you don't have all this other stuff and then at the nope. very end of that and you're like oh yeah we, we worked on some dance yeah i mean like whatever um that's yeah. why i find it fascinating because that's <laughs> 
the, that's the mindset that I have and the belief that I have is that the, yeah. the, the focus needs to be so much more on all that other stuff than it is on just the dent repair and the craftsmen and the, and those people may disagree with that. And I'm okay with that. That's my belief. Um, and that's why I created what I created with the PDR launchpad and same thing with you with the, with the workshop. Yeah. Like, when I looked around and to go back to the push metal thing, you looked around and said, there's no one doing this. And I looked around finally after coaching and I'm like, man, if someone wants, if someone wants to get into PR industry last year, really all you can do is, is go get, go to a trainer. That's it. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, uh, I, I, I want to go to PDR. Okay. Watch some YouTube videos, sign up for training online, go spend 10 to 20 grand to get training in person. That's it. And I'm like, yeah, but that's such a small portion of it. I mean, you need to know that to be in this industry, obviously, but like all the other stuff is so important. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's why I created what I created. So, um, and I think probably what I'm doing and what you're doing are pretty similar in some ways. I mean, they're different because they got, they got the crystal brand on it and I do things a little differently, but like we're in the same, the same sphere. And that's why when I really figured out what the PDR workshop was, I'm like, this is awesome. This is, this is good stuff. Um, so thanks for doing it. <laughs> that, yeah. that being said, um, I'm glad that several people came and I hope that it, it gets bigger and grows over time. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'm going to keep doing it as long as I um, have fun doing it, you yeah. know, and that's something else I've learned too, is, um, you know, understanding parts of me that want to be a part of anything and everything that, mm-hmm. you know, I can, um, you know, I also have to learn to say no and, you know, figure out what I'm dating, so to speak, and what I'm married to and what can I be vested in and what can I have passion towards and have fun. So as long as I keep having fun with it, I don't care if there's three people that show up or 10 people or 15 people, it's going to be valuable for those people that attend, right? Like the right people come to you, Corey, because they're seeking something different, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, the crowd that you know was there they were in a place where they were seeking a different element a different you know level a different kind of conversation I wasn't there to pump them up and talk about how you know badass and savage they are and how great of a dent guy they are cool so happy for you that you could push dents yes of course it's great skill it's great Whatever. skill get your ass out there and let's move and make some money. Let's make some money with our passion and our dance and our, and moving our metal and let's learn in a different way together and journey together in a different, you know, manner. And um, like you said, there's missing elements of that, you know, in the industry and some of it is taught and mentioned. Um, but when these people go home, they don't always necessarily pick up the phone, uh, you know, and, ask for additional seeking advice or hold themselves accountable. And, you know, I realize I'm female, so I'm going to play the female card just for a little bit, just a little, but when you usually don't have grown men, grown dent technicians, a typical conversation, I really don't picture them picking up the phone to another grown man that also wants to be, you know, on the grind and on the hustle like really diving into these things. So I think what was attractive was I'm a dent wife. I'm a mom. I am accomplished. I've been through some shit. Mm -hmm. I have experience. I'm also 41 years old. I'm not, I mean, I'm young, but not right. And it's not my first day on the job. I'm not saying anything about that. (laughs) 
and I am real, you know, and we are doing something. We're in mid Michigan, a mid Michigan standalone PDR shop should not exist. And being able to pull together really fun opportunities with my push metal and combine it with our dent business and just do youth events and build messages around it. And it's a really cool thing, you know, so people want to know more about it. So, and I don't have to sit there with my paper and be like, okay, this is what I learned. And this is what I believe. Like, this is my life. I live it. This is my heart. It's my passion. I push my kids aside, you know, and so does Dwayne. And we try to incorporate them as much as I can and have family time like everybody else does. But this is our life, you know, and I wanted to share that with the people that are, were prepared to take that in and needed a different kind of change. I have nothing to say after that. I think sorry. It's that's okay. I'm, I get in left field really quick. Do sorry, it. God. Do it. I'm <laughs> going to bring it back and follow the conversation. I know, speaking of pushing your kids aside, I know you said you have to go yeah. get them. You can't push yeah. them aside forever um, because that's important. <laughs> it's one of your three things uh, that you need yeah. to do family. So um, yes. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your thoughts about business um, and PDR and push metal in the workshop. Um, if anybody doesn't know you or who you are, or what you do, how can they find you where to connect with you? Um, well, first of all, thank you for uh, having me on. Uh, I get asked to come on uh, quite a few podcasts lately. And if it doesn't apply to my current um, season, I kind of back burner that. Um, and this fits exactly where I am uh, um, right here, right with you and right with what you're doing. And I appreciate you. Um, so uh, gosh, you guys can hit me up on the CD Dense Facebook page, the Push Metal page. Um, you can call, text. My phone number is public out there, 989-488-7960. If you want Push Metal Gear, it's pushmetalgear.com. Um, and yeah, I'm here guys. It's easy to find me. So yes, it is. well, hopefully we can uh, connect, uh, back at MTE again. Yes. Are you going like to Anson? You're going that? to be at Anson. You're I going to Anson. I am. Okay. Yeah. We'll be down there. there. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll see you there then. Yeah. That's going to be exciting. Thank you. All right. We'll talk Thank soon. You. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the PDR Coach Podcast. If you got any value from this podcast and want to do something for me, then the best way to do that is to subscribe to the podcast and give me a rating and review. If you want to know more about me, then you can find me on Instagram by searching for the PDR Coach or find me on my website at coachcoreyk.com, C-O-R-Y-K.com. Thank you for listening and I'll be back next week.